What's going on guys? Welcome back to another podcast and today I'm going to be breaking down and reviewing the Patriots loss to the Baltimore Ravens. Now, I'm honestly still trying to recover from when the world this game was. Was this a close game that the Patriots should be proud in competing in given their current situation? Or was this a game that the Patriots simply blew by means of bad decision making and turnovers? Or was it both? Probably. Probably not. Either way, let's get into this game. Now, starting with the offense, let's focus on the first three quarters first. For those first three quarters, the Patriots' offense was honestly quite good. I mean, we were seeing a level of production from this offense that rivaled the 2018 Patriots with Tom Brady. Just marching with ease against a very strong Ravens defense, and even though some of the play calling was bad towards the red zone, you've got to admit, for those first three quarters, the Patriots' offense really looked promising. And can we talk about Devontae Parker for a quick sec? I mean, going to this game without Jacoby Myers, the Patriots knew that they were going to be without their most reliable receiver, which meant somebody had to show up in this game. And Devontae Parker stepped up to that challenge and was ridiculous. Five catches for 156 yards. And this is the first time that I don't even know since when that the Patriots have had back-to-back games with 100-yard receivers. I mean, he was doing everything that he was brought in to do. Contested catches, getting open down the field, he even had a toe tap. I mean, he was elite in this game. And speaking of elite, let's get into the run game. I mean, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson were amazing again. And I also thought that they should have gotten more touches again in this one, especially in that first half. And then you have Mac Jones, who for those first three quarters was calm in the pocket, delivered the ball with confidence, and yeah, he had a couple of weird plays, he did have a pick to Josh Mines, but let's be honest here, he is still learning, he's still a young quarterback in this league, and so for him to have a game like this was incredibly inspiring. On that final drive in the first half, with just 30 seconds, Jones delivered a couple of clutch passes to Kendrick Bourne to get them into field goal range, and have Nick Folk drill one from 50 yards out. That was just a moment I wanted to highlight from this game. But again, that was just for the first three quarters. In the fourth quarter, the Patriots offense just decided, okay, I mean, good enough week for this one, let's just move on to next week, and decided to completely collapse offensively. Now, the Patriots started off the fourth quarter actually pretty good. They were able to get a touchdown, making the score 26-31, and putting some added pressure onto the Baltimore Ravens offense. And the Patriots defense was able to get the ball back, and so now it was turn for the Patriots offense to make some more magic. And what did they do? On their final three drives, they had an interception, a fumble, and an interception. Now, the first interception was absolutely brutal. In the red zone, third and goal, with a chance to take the lead, Mac Jones throws a completely unnecessary prayer up into the end zone, which is caught by the Ravens defense, specifically by Marlon Humphrey. Now, as much as I love the fact that Mac Jones is trying to work on his connection with Devontae Parker, four out of five of his interceptions this year have been intended towards Parker. He's got to make better decisions out there, and in general, he's got to stop forcing the ball into dangerous places during critical situations. The Patriots could have just taken the field goal there and got the ball back, which, by the way, they were able to do, and there was simply no reason to make that throw, especially against that secondary. And then you have the Aguilar fumble, which, dude, you fumbled against Miami, and now in a critical situation against the Ravens, he needs to get some tips from Damian Harris. I mean, try the technique Harris did last year, as the Dolphins did, where he wouldn't let go of the ball or something like that. Just try something. Just stop fumbling the ball. But on top of it all, at the end of the game in garbage time, Jones threw a meaningless pick that saw a Ravens pass rusher hit him and land on his ankle. Right now, we know it as a high ankle sprain, and while the injury is thankfully not season-ending right now, I can only think about what happened to Michael Thomas back in 2020. 
Thomas had a high ankle sprain back in week one of that season and missed a total of nine games due to the injury. If Jones misses more than four to five games this year, the Patriots are kind of screwed. I mean, their schedule gets extremely hard in the second half of the year. If they can't get things going against fairly easier opponents in the first half, they can kiss their season goodbye. I'm hoping Jones is back for the Week 6 game against the Bears or the Week 7 game against the Browns, but above all else, I want him back healthy. And if it takes a couple of weeks to do so, so be it. Now, defensively, it's again difficult to quantify the performance level of the Patriots defense, but I'll say this. Lamar Jackson torched the Patriots defense on the ground, and so did Justice Hill on a couple of plays. And in the air, there were definitely a couple of times where the Patriots were blowing coverage or Mark Andrews was able to get open and make a couple of good contested catches. But the bottom line is, the Patriots defense kept the Patriots offense in this game. There is no way New England comes close in this one without multiple third down stops and turnovers that were forced by that defense. After that touchdown by Ramondre Stevenson early in the fourth quarter, New England was sold down by a touchdown. They need a play to get the ball back, and Jonathan Jones comes up clutch to punch the ball out. The Patriots' defense on multiple occasions did their job. Even after that interception that occurred right after the fumble, the Patriots' defense goes right back out and forces the Ravens' offense to punt. And obviously, right after that, the Patriots' offense failed to capitalize and Nelson Aguilar fumbled. Now, specifically, there are a couple of guys that I want to shout out. Obviously, you had Jonathan Jones, who not only had the forced fumble, but also had a pick on Lamar Jackson, which was very timely, though once again, the Patriots offense wasn't able to capitalize. But then you had Dietrich Wise, who in that first half had three sacks on Lamar Jackson. And I wanted to address this last week, but seeing as I didn't have time to make an episode, I simply wasn't able to. But the Patriots pass rush has come a long way, and so far, it's been insane this year. Dietrich Wise played a big part in that first half, and it's just too bad that he wasn't as dominant in the second half. Overall, the Patriots' defense statistically did not play amazing, but they were a big part in why the Patriots were able to stay in this game, and generally, that's been the case all year. Now looking to next week, the Patriots head to Green Bay against the Packers, and likely without Mac, they're likely going to have to start Brian Hoyer or Bailey Zappi. Personally, I think the obvious decision here is to start Bailey Zappi. Brian Hoyer simply isn't going to cut it, seeing as his arm and his mobility are just not up to par. Does he have the veteran experience? Absolutely, but that alone cannot win the Patriots this game. Bailey Zappi is raw and underdeveloped, but if we can see something similar to what we saw in the preseason, specifically against the Giants and the Panthers, then Zappi, given his decent accuracy and mobile attributes, and a game plan that is heavily focused on running the ball, could potentially keep this game close. Seeing as Green Bay's offense is still trying to work its own kinks out, and the Patriots' defense, at least so far, has been playing pretty well against talented quarterbacks. But yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Definitely a tough one to make, seeing as not only did the Patriots lose, but now Mac Jones is injured. But the season is not over yet, just keep that in mind. There's still a lot of football to be played, and I think we can only be optimistic going forward. But yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'll catch you guys later in the next one. Peace out.